0: Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. Hi, I'm
1: Eric Engel here with my beautiful wife Jolene for another episode of the Marriage Mentor. In this episode, uh, we... Got a message from a gal who feels like she's fallen out of love with her husband, and uh, we'll just let her put it into her own words.
0: Hi, Jolene. I feel like I've fallen out of love with my husband. Too much has gone on, including his addiction to pornography and escorts. He doesn't seem to have a good relationship with my teenage daughter, and we have two little ones. It's just all too hard, including an intercultural difference. He's African, I'm Australian. Can you he help us? Okay, wow. So, um, a lot of stuff going on there. And I would imagine if there was no pornography or escorts, and escorts, I'm assuming, is prostitutes. Uh, I, don't, I don't really...
1: I would say that it's a prost- prostitution as well. Okay. I mean, uh- you know, that's just a nice way... Of saying, uh prostitution, I believe at this point. Right, so. right,
0: right. So on on top of just the day to day life and and trials that we experience and the poor choices that we make and living with a sinner, I mean, it it makes marriage difficult. But this other women have been brought into this marriage, okay? right? Which um, that that's a no brainer. Okay, the Bible is very clear. It's very clear about uh, sexual immorality, and um, there are there are two grounds for divorce in the bible one is sexual immorality and if an unbeliever leaves let him leave right okay so here's my short answer feel free to divorce him okay <laughs> now i am sure that there are a lot of women out there that are just been <laughs> out of shape hey,
1: this is not this is not funny but i just have to laugh at your short answer because you're so direct which i love okay but and she's and i'll let you go on but uh, oh, well, I'll be going on I understand but she's <laughs> she she also made the statement she feels like she's fallen out of love okay he doesn't get along with the daughter okay and that they are from two different cultures he's right. African she's right. Australian none of those things
0: really
1: matter right
0: they don't matter what
1: well we want to get
0: along with the family want, yes but, no i understand that but, but a lot of times wives will say that we're so different and that's why we can't get along and that's because we have all these issues and it's just like okay let's let me let me point you back to the word of god and give you a better understanding of how marriage should work according to the principles in the bible but this right. man and, has gone out and got other women and
1: sexual sin is not a cultural thing
0: no although, it is nothing although
1: that many times some cultures will say well i'm I'm this way, and that's why I'm angry. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. this way. Oh, you, know, you mean like
0: my, my my backgrounds? I'm an Italian, that's why I can yell at everyone all the time. Yeah, yeah no, that's Ridiculous. you know, take responsibility for your sin. So, anyways, I want to address the um, the issue of the sexual immorality, okay? Because so many times women will put up with it, and it's just like I don't understand that. I do not understand a woman who 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 says. Who, who who chooses to allow it? But I guess they're choosing to allow it because of fear, you know. Yeah, and and I have women who will write into me basically saying, "Well, I don't think that I should divorce him," and it's just like, but he keeps doing this. He's not repentant. Okay,
1: and repentance is a big deal. That's
0: the key. The key is a repentant heart. So get that clear. When I say, if he is truly in an habitual state of sin, unrepentant. Divorce him okay now if he is truly repentant work on reconciliation okay i believe that jesus wants us to work on reconciliation but there's two parties to a marriage
1: she can work on reconciliation but she's not required to
0: yes she's not required to she is not and so but i believe that a wife doesn't move forward on this on, on the divorce proceedings because of two things um she is fearful of the state of her family. Right. Okay. And she is fear- fearful probably for the financial situation. Well, kind of like she's locked in. She can't do anything. She'd be homeless and, and so forth.
1: Well, okay. she's, in, in essence, making some excuses because they're different cultures or they don't get along. I mean, those are all secondary issues.
0: Right. Right. right? They,
1: they are not primary issues. The is primary
0: it? issue is the sexual sin. If the sexual sin wasn't there, then you could work through the cultural issues You could work through the parenting issues. You could work through the, I have fallen out of love with my husband, which every wife goes through that, by the way.
1: Well, so here's the ultimate cultural issue. And my culture is Jesus. What's your culture? Jesus. Okay? That's it. Right. Okay? We may have different accents. We may like different foods, but that's the culture. Right. Jesus.
0: Right. Because that's the authority in which we live by. We don't make decisions based on... Oh, well, I always grew up having, you know, raviolis for Christmas dinner because I come from an Italian family, you know, that it's just like, yes, those are, those were some that and cannolis and everything that goes with the Italian celebration. I grew up with those things. That's part of my culture. But if that culture is defining my choices and it's superseding the word of God, then I'm in sin. The culture has become my God. Okay. The culture has become my idol and not me basing my decisions and my actions based on the word of God. Right. Okay. So, you know, you might be listening to this uh, podcast thinking, well, I don't have, uh, my husband's not into pornography and, and escorts or prostitutes, but we do have cultural differences. Do not allow your cultural differences or just the differences. The the other thing I hear is the differences in my husband and I are so different. I hear that often.
1: Right. They're man and woman.
0: Right. Right. Yes, (laughs) you are. We are. We are opposite because we're male and female. God made us that way. But many times you get you have a stumbling block in front front of you that Satan puts there, by the way, okay, and and the world puts there, by the way, because Satan is the master deceiver. If he could get into our thoughts to say, "Oh, we're so different," then that creates a wedge.
1: Well, and the difference—I'll tell you why people accentuate the differences is because of selfishness, right? Okay, I'm this way, you're that way.
0: I'm right, you're wrong right. because of our differences,
1: right? How about what does the Bible take how about setting aside our personalities our culture everything that we are and identify with Jesus and start there
0: right and a lot of times it's not started there in a marriage a lot of times it started with just the emotional feelings of being drawn to one another but with this gal she's faced with sexual immorality okay right and you have two choices either live in fear because you're not going to move forward in what the bible has to say
1: fear and compromise
0: yes i mean i would flat out confront him basically you keep it in your pants and stay at home okay and let's work on the marriage or there's the door jack
1: well and and the problem here's another problem i see because in many marriages they say they have a standard but there is no standard because when that standard is crossed right no one enforces the standard
0: there's no um, accountability there and there's no um maybe they don't have the net na- they don't know how to navigate you know that circumstance right you know i could look at a woman and say okay what what are you missing are you missing some faith in this situation or are you missing um some wisdom in this situation okay because i think it's or, or pride okay right it Could well, be any of those
1: well and here's something that comes to mind when we got married i told you I made a statement to you. Do you remember what that statement was?
0: You said, um, please the Lord, and I'll be pleased. Okay, yes. And I'm like, what in the world is that? Serve
1: mean? the Lord, and I'll be served. And, and what I'm getting at here is that people, if their first priority is to serve the Lord, right, and then they look at all their other circumstances, it makes it easy for them to make decisions. Is this serving the Lord, or is this not serving the Lord?
0: Right, but I think for a woman, because when when you said that to me, I'm like, I don't know what that looks like. What do you mean, serve the Lord? I worked at a, at a a mission on Skid Row in L.A., and and I worked for, ministry was my my occupation. That's I was a professional servant for Christ, is what I would say, because I got paid for it. And so in my mind, I'm like, well, what does serving the Lord look like and how you're pleased? Because we as women are doers. We're na- naturally bent to be like Martha.
1: Right. Well, and, and I meant, I would be pleased as a Christian husband, but the Bible, the Word of God, is the measuring stick. And the standards in the Bible are the measuring, they're the measuring vessels for how we live our life. Now, if we don't look there first, then we're lost. We we right. cannot measure anything. We turn to because
0: she's just wonderfully wise. Or the right? world. Or I mean, other believers, it, by the way. I understand. <laughs> Just want to make sure. <laughs> other believers
1: say, well, you should do this, you should do that. Okay? Right. What does God say, and what does he allow, and why does he allow it,
0: and etc. cetera. And, and, and I'm living proof that you could, um, you know, I look back over, well, let's see, almost 19 years of walking with the Lord, and... You know, I was in complete utter dark, darkness before I got saved because I became a professed atheist. So I've been on both sides. I've been living in both worlds. And I can tell you something. I threw my hat over the wall. Now, is that the correct analogy? That is the
1: correct term. Okay. Throw your hat over the wall because <laughs> then you have to go get it.
0: Right. And I, committed. I Right. I, I was fully committed, fully surrendered to Christ. And I'm like, whatever the Bible tells me to do, I'm going to do it. Okay, now that's some hardcore stuff. And I want to tell you something that it just destroys your flesh. It destroys it because my flesh is screaming out. I don't want to do this I don't want to apologize to that woman I don't want to apologize to that family family member I don't want to be that gracious woman I want to hold on to my bitterness but the Bible says do these things or don't do those things and I could tell you something that you're never gonna go wrong with following what the Word of God says you will almost always go wrong with following your heart that's stupid saying of follow your heart and everything's wonderful and it's just like where's that at in the Bible follow the Holy Spirit okay a little bit different Better biblical advice there. Follow the convictions of the Holy Spirit instead of your emotions. So with this gal, um, got a lot of emotions. Every woman's got right, a and, lot of emotions. Right, and we're not
1: here to get on her case. But ultimately, uh, I guess the soft advice would be, go to the Word of God. And what does the Word of God tell you, okay? It's not whether you fall in love or fall out of no, love. No, okay? and that's but... just
0: garbage. That That's a Hollywood statement. And unfortunately... A lot of Christians buy it, hook, line, and sinker. And it's just like, show me that in Scripture. Back it up in Scripture, and then we'll have a conversation. About hey,
1: I, I remember when I was in high school. I could fall in love fall out of love every <laughs> every week.
0: Right, right. But in this situation, she's got to do a couple of things. She's got to confront him, Matthew 18. She's got to confront him whether he's a believer or not. And you confront his sin, okay? i got a problem with this, husband. You know, you need to stop doing this. If you're not going to stop doing this, then we're not going to be married anymore, okay? That's right. Okay, That's it. She's got biblical grounds to divorce him. Hopefully, hopefully he makes a wise choice and says, okay, I need some help. And if he says, because she can say to him, let's get help for your addictions.
1: Well, and and let's let's go a little deeper. Why does God, why did God allow divorce? Why does he allow divorce in that situation? I mean, there's a reason yeah, for that. Because
0: he gives men free will and women, obviously.
1: I I understand, but he allows it because... To force a woman or man right, to right. stay in that relationship would destroy their soul.
0: It talks about it is better to live in peace. Now, again, clearly, hear this. You know, wherever your marriage is at today, there are only two biblical grounds for divorce. Only two. Get this in your mind because it has nothing to do with how you feel about your man that day of the week. It has nothing to do with how... He's disappointed you over all the years or how you've fallen out of love with him. There's only two grounds for divorce, according to what the Word of God says. They are. Sexual immorality. And? And if an unbeliever leaves, let him leave. Okay. Okay? That's and, it.
1: And now I'm going to qualify that as well. That does not mean that you stay living with an abusive person. Okay? Right. You could doesn't mean you divorce right. them. Right, right. But you still set those standards. You know? Yeah. So if someone's hitting you or, or, Get out. There, or there's... Addictions, that sort of thing, you can certainly separate. Okay? Right. There's right. nothing wrong with that. So, right. you know, because some people will take. Well, that means that I'm stuck with this guy no matter what. He hits me and he doesn't. Yeah, know no. no, no God not is not mean. in
0: favor favor of physical abuse, and unfortunately, there are some churches that propagate that. And no, that is not biblical. Okay, you could get out of the house and protect yourself. Okay. okay? Anyways, so, I, so I,
1: I, I didn't want to run down that road. So those but, are my thoughts. Right. My thoughts
0: are, you know, take your action to confront his sin, okay, and then say as a wife, you you know, follow the leading of the Holy Spirit in this. I mean, I'm not here to tell her she needs to stay in that marriage and just take it, okay? Just you know, live with. Oh well, my husband's a fornicator because that's what he is. That's what the Bible calls him. He called the, the Bible it refers to him as a fornicator. So let's. You know, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck. Okay. So, right. And and people don't want to use, they don't want to address those things because, oh, well, that's too harsh and unloving. And it's just like, yes, that's what sin did. It it, it drove Christ to the cross. You know, it sin is sin. And we just want to shy away from that. I And I just, I don't understand it. Well, okay?
1: and the misnomer is taking what the Bible says and then Satan twists it right. and says, you must apply that to their sin. Right. And that's where the mistake is made.
0: Right. So, in this case, look at, don't look at your feelings, look at what's taking place, confront him in his sin, let him know that you're there to help him get help with his addictions, but he has to be willing to change. He has to be willing to say, yes, I'm, I'm vested in this marriage and I want this marriage. Right. Okay. If he's not, then I'd be, you know, heading out to divorce attorney.
1: Okay, great. So, by the way, before we go, do you have any other, any other resources for this, Gal?
0: Actually, I do. I know that pornography has become so widespread in our culture today. And unfortunately, um, the church is not immune. Um, good guys are not immune from it because it's so easy. It's, you know, just right there at a click. So I have a conference coming up, the Wisdom for Wives Conference. And the beauty of this conference is it's online. You don't need to get in a plane and head over to whatever state or country, you don't need to get babysitters and you don't have to pay a lot of money for it. I have a gal that I specifically asked, um, she's one of our speakers and I, and I said to her, Bonnie, I want, I want your story of when pornography showed up in your home. What, what did you do? And so, um, obviously it's not easy to come out from, from that and, and share what it's taken place in their marriage, but they're, they're still married today and they dealt with that sin issue. And so Bonnie is going to be sharing exactly that. Uh, when pornography shows up in your house. So that conference, um, all you have to do is go to the Wives and, com, And
1: that's not just a conference about pornography.
0: No, all. it's all things. It doesn't matter if you're a newlywed. It doesn't matter if you're in the midst of raising babies, the mundane seasons, horrendous trials lost respect for your guide it is a multitude it's 14 different sessions and you're,
1: you're going to be speaking on that as well I
0: am going to be speaking at that I have three different um, sessions that I'm going to speak on um, as I hear back from my community of wives what are the things that they're looking for so I could really just equip them with God's word to have that thriving Christ-centered marriage that they long for so we have a smorgasbord of just about every um, topic that you could imagine for a marriage whether you're married to an unbeliever how to handle it or if he's a believer and he's not acting like a believer we we've got you covered in so many areas and I'm just thrilled to be able to offer this conference and to do it online and make it reasonably priced and there are some issues like pornography that you're not gonna want to go show up and you know oh you go to this wisdom for wives conference and over you know on the far east side of the conference is the session on pornography Okay. No wife is going to want to walk through those doors. Okay.
1: <laughs> right. They're all going to sneak They're, by. Yeah, so. You
0: know, stand in the back, put a bag over your head. So I thought, gosh, you know, God is so great in, in allowing technology to advance because when I saw um, that session start to come to life, I thought, you know what? This gives wives a great opportunity to be ministered to at their level and um, get the help that they need. Because then, then the other thing, too, is if you sign up early, you'll have access to a private Facebook group access to the speakers to ask more questions
1: so a gal can plug in her earphones and watch on her phone and
0: tablet whatever yes anywhere you know doesn't it doesn't and you can watch the videos anytime it doesn't matter um, they'll be released during the conference date May 12th through the, to the 14th um, but you could watch them over and over and um, for a good year okay but
1: obviously they want to sign up way before them because Otherwise, they'll have to pay more. They
0: will have to pay more. And they
1: won't get the bonuses. So, right, right, So where do they go? What's
0: They go to wisdomforwivesconference.com. And you'll see um, there's 11 of us as speakers. There's 14 different sessions. And some of them you'll listen to and some of them you won't because you're like, that. well, that doesn't really apply to me, you know. Okay. So that's the beauty of... Um, any conference—if you went to a conference on um, in real life—you don't necessarily go to all the sessions. And how
1: about for groups or, or Bible study leaders or anything like that? Do you have anything yes.
0: special? Yes, yes, I do. Um, I want them to contact me personally um, for group information, and that email is Jolene Engel at ChristianWifeUniversity.com, um, and they could just send me an email group information, and I could help them from there.
1: Okay, great. Uh, then that's all we got. I'm Eric Engel,
0: and I'm Jolene Engel at joleneengel.com.